If you're new here, people have been calling me Atlanta Banana since I was a kid, and it's also how the kids these days know me from the Atlanta Banana Show. I love making music and content for kids, but I also really love having this space to connect with you, the grown-ups, and have conversations with other grown-ups that are doing uplifting things in the world that are following their dreams and their passions. Because when I hear stories like that, it really inspires me to continue on and do the same. And I also like throwing in these little solo episodes where I share things that are inspiring to me or have helped me through hard times. And today I'm going to talk about holding happiness and sadness at the same time. And I got inspired to talk about this because just this past weekend, my husband, Eric, sent me a short podcast of a conversation that Ram Das was having with, I guess, his listeners, people that followed him. I think most of us know who Ram Das is, but if you don't, he was an amazing man who was born actually as Richard Alpert, and he became a doctor of psychology. He went to Harvard where he met Timothy Leary, and they started studying the mind-enhancing effects of psychedelics like psilocybin or mushrooms and LSD. They got kicked out of Harvard, and he ended up going to India and finding his guru, Maharaji, who gave him his spiritual name, Ramdas. It was actually another Ramdas that I was more aware of actually before this Ramdas I'm talking about, since it is a spiritual name, I believe more than one person has it, I guess like any name, right? But because I studied Kundalini yoga and I was in that world for many years, the fourth Sikh guru was known as Guru Ramdas and he was known as the guru of miracles. So I knew of both, but I'm just now getting more into the teachings of the Ram Das, who was Richard Albert first. And Eric is also diving in. If you've been listening to this show, you know that I've been practicing meditation for a very long time, but Eric hasn't been so much. When we would talk about it, he would always say to me like, oh, playing guitar is meditation for me because he's a great guitar player. And and I get that because it's his focused attention. He's really present with it. And it's a form of meditation for him. But just recently, he's really opening up to other forms of meditation. And I think it's always such a personal journey. Even after 20 years, my meditation practice is either super focused some days, and I'm totally scattered on other days. And it's just the way it is. But I do my best not to judge myself. And I think maybe that's where the practice comes in of just having grace. And it's interesting that I brought that up because it's kind of what this conversation is about. On some other podcasts, I've talked about living this life of duality, or there's two sides of the same coin. There's suffering and there is grace, or there's happiness and sadness. And that's exactly what Ram Das was talking about in this podcast episode that Eric sent me this weekend, which I will link in the show notes. It's pretty short, so you can check it out. He talks about reality being relative. 
And I think it is so true. Even though we have so many similarities, we're all human, we're all on this earth together, we're experiencing so many things together. I believe we are all connected on some level, but we're all having our own stories and we all have our own perspective of every single thing going on. Two people can be sitting on the same mountain looking at the same view and having a completely different experience. We know this. So reality is relative. And I think the more aware we become of our inner being or that higher self part of us, we realize that there is different planes of existence that we can be on. Now, I love to live in the joy and the magic and the mystical. And I think that's why I just gravitate towards meditation and music and children too, because they are so light and present. I've always been that person who doesn't always want to look at the suffering. It's funny I say that, but then I remember being like 12 years old and I had a lot of changes going on. Well, we all do at that age, but family changes, school changes. And I was a pretty deep 12 year old. I would write like some deep poetry and listen to Pink Floyd, The Wall. (laughs) I remember sitting in my room across from my stereo for hours, just listening to that and probably crying sometimes and writing and processing my feelings and I guess letting myself be in that sadness. But one thing Ramdas says, because he's studied Buddhism and other spiritual teachings as well, he says that there's a Buddhist principle that the cause of suffering has to do with the clinging of mind and the things we cling to or are attached to. And that can be either aversions, things we don't want, or attractions, things we do want. And when I listen to him talk about this, where I go in my mind is it coming down to just what we focus on and what we're choosing to focus on. But at the same time, he says, like, take, you know, people that work at hospitals, for example, who are dealing with terminally ill people or children, for that matter, they're seeing suffering every day, severe suffering. And so there's a part of our human nature that does, I think, I don't know if I want to say get numb to it. I'm sure some people do, but close their hearts to it because they just have to do their job. Or maybe they do that and then they go home and they just need to like drink or maybe their form of dealing with it is through exercise or meditation. There are definitely healthy ways to deal with the heaviness in our world, like moving our bodies, music, dance, exercise, being in nature, talking with friends, talking with a support system or a counselor or therapist. One thing that Ramda says is when you find things that are unbearable, you can put up blinders so you don't see them or you can change what's in here, meaning what's in your heart. He goes on to say that wisdom is that we realize that we are both happy and sad. Someone asked him, are you happy? And he said, yeah. And if someone were to ask me, are you happy? I'd say, yes, of course. I I get to do what I love to do. I get to share music and talk about interesting things like this 
with the world. And I get to have this family that I always dreamed of having. But then if somebody asked me and someone asked Ram Dass as well, are you sad? And he said, yes. And if you asked me that, I could also say, yeah. When you think about the sadness or missing a loved one that passed or the sadness of my daughter's situation being in foster care and yes, we're giving her this amazing home. And I mean, I think it's amazing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying though, this home full of love. And I believe we are soulmates, but I get sad thinking about sharing her story with her more deeply someday. Early on in my fostering journey, and I mentioned this on one of the episodes where we talked about fostering to adopt, but definitely in this journey, I hold two emotions at the same time. And at first I felt like that was wrong, but I was counseled otherwise. Like, it's okay. It's okay to hold both feelings at the same time. Feelings that you want someone to heal their life and to really take ownership and make big changes and become a better human, but also feeling like, oh, but I also want to adopt your child and take care of them forever. In this life experience we live, there's always going to be the suffering on the big global scale, on the smaller scale. We can find suffering everywhere and anywhere if we look for it. But there's also, at the same time, so much beauty and joy and love and compassion is the main quality of our heart center. And when we can open our heart to hold space for all of that that's going on, doesn't mean we have to go down the rabbit hole of the story of the suffering, but we can acknowledge it. We can not push it away, but let it come up and through and out, whether that be through tears or through writing or through an art form or through exercise, letting it come up and in and out. Then we open our heart even more to have so much more grace and compassion for others that are going through something similar or different, but those same feelings. If you've been listening to me in the show for a while, you know I'm definitely the optimist and the person that loves to focus on the light and the joy and the abundance around us, because that's just what makes me feel really good and keeps me uplifted and inspired. But I also do give myself the space to process and feel. And I find that when I don't push it away and I let it come up and through, it can move through me faster than pushing it away, pushing it away, pushing it away, because you've probably heard what we resist persists. So it's just going to always be there and like nag at you until you take a look at it, acknowledge it for what it is, and also know that that's not the whole truth. It's not the whole story. One thing that helps me not get so consumed by other people's suffering is remembering, and I guess this is my belief, and it's not everyone's, but it works for me, of just, we all are 
living our lives to learn our own lessons. We're all on our own path. And as cliche as that can sound, it is true. I think we, you can't learn something for somebody else. They're going to have to go through it. And what I've also been reminding myself lately is that words don't teach, only experiences do. So you can tell somebody something many times, but until they're ready to experience something on their own, they're probably not going to maybe be as open to it. That being said, I think it's still important to share our experiences, to communicate with people, to talk through things. I mean, every day is a new day with a new opportunity for growth, for learning. And a lot of times when we're stuck in things we don't like or don't want, then we get so much more clear on what it is we do want. And I love that every day we have a chance to start over at any moment, but especially after we've been sleeping and we kind of, you know, stop the momentum of the thoughts or the stories and we can wake up and just start a new day. So I'll end with this quote that I got from my calendar, You're a Badass calendar from Jen Sincero. Oh, I love Jen Sincero so much. She wrote all the badass books if you, you know, haven't heard of them yet. But on this day, it says, nobody has it all figured out, yourself included. So don't hold your sweet self to an impossible standard. Instead, please appreciate the unique individual that you are and enjoy the learning process. That is your one and only life. So overall, let's be gentle with ourselves and realize it's okay to hold both happiness and sadness at once. We can hold it. And then where do we want to focus most of our attention though? I'll always go for what feels better. Sometimes again, the feeling better is the crying, the letting it out, and then you really feel better. So just let it be. Let's have compassion for ourselves, for others. But also remember, there's a lot of magic going on behind the scenes. And my fun is in looking for all of that, jumping into my imagination, like I talked about on my last solo episode, and letting it go into the fun, expansive place that that can go. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I am sending so much love to you wherever you're at, through the sound waves, through the ethers. <laughs> if you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at the Atlanta Banana Show. And of course, that's also where you'll find all of our kids' content on YouTube and wherever you stream your music. We've got a new single we're working on, which talk about, you know, light and dark. It's called Monkey in a Trash Truck. <laughs> oh man, I crack myself up sometimes. Um, but you know, it's like lighthearted, silly, but also talking about not littering and taking care of the earth, which is important. There is the light and the dark always. So I'm going to lighten it up with this song and it's going to come out this summer with hopefully a video soon after we've already filmed it. So I'll keep you posted on when that comes out. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. And we'll talk to you next time.